0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Timeless Wealth. Today with me is always Jalal Madandi and Thank special guest from our creative industry team, Matt Persram. The second time, the second, second round. The second time, all right. Yeah.
1: Oh, it was a great chat the first time around. Happy it was to a be invited again. Yeah, yeah. Always love talking about film, so definitely. Well, and it's a
0: timely time for you to be back because uh, the Toronto International Film Festival, or TIFF, is is coming up. So that's right. we've got a lot to talk about. There's a lot of things going on in, in the industry right now. So coming up now. Well, welcome back, and Matt, thanks again for being here. So, as mentioned earlier, you're with the Creative Industries team here at National Bank is that your agent calling you? It is. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be talking about the Toronto International Film Festival and also kind of pick your brain on what's going on in the news too with the actors' strike and writers' strike. How is that going to impact TIFF this year? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot going on, and you get to see it from a different perspective on the banking side, so I would love to hear from you uh, what's happening in the world.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, I really appreciate the invitation, and certainly you're rights. I mean, TIFF is... Uh, you know, the premier film festival in Canada, and it's it's literally starting this weekend. So really exciting time for our group.
0: You got a busy um, it's uh, definitely event schedule. Yeah, yeah, one
2: of the greatest events in Canada in in it's the year. So it's like yet. up there or pro- probably a little bit above the, uh, the Calgary Stampede, but it, it's yeah. a great event. <laughs> <laughs> close, <laughs> it's close,
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I mean, it's, you know, certainly it's a platform for Canadian filmmakers and international filmmakers, um, but it's also just a great time of year where all of our partners from across Canada kind of come together. We get to see, meet face-to-face and, yeah. and chat and catch up. So it's, uh, yeah, it's 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 just a great week of events. Um, certainly, as you kind of alluded to, there is the strike, so that's always going to be a yeah. big conversation mm-hmm. point. Um, uh, and, we, you know, it's to be to be seen how that's going to affect the festival. I mean, we understand some celebrities won't be there, but, uh, you know, there's still going to be some great presentations. Because they actually
0: can't, when they're, when they're under the strike, it's my understanding they actually can't come and promote the film like they used to, right? This used to be a big thing. They would come walk the red carpet, promote the film, get it recognized, and then you get the Oscar buzz that usually falls afterwards. But some of them aren't able to attend. Right. So that's going to have a little bit of an impact on the event, but... How do you see that unfolding?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it is really interesting. A, a huge portion or or a, or a material portion of any actor's fee um, related to a production is their, is their marketing. So right. it's the press junkies. It's going out and meeting everybody and talking about the production. So, you know, that's going to be covered as a part of their collective agreement. Um, now that that's kind of in limbo, yeah, it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see I mean I'm sure there's a part of uh, you know a lot of these celebrities well, all of them they're they're excellent artists I mean I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a part of them that wants to share right in their project and they kind of have to stand back and watch it just unfold
0: right um
1: and at the same time i think us as viewers we really like to hear different perspectives and and learn behind the scenes so Mm -hmm. it's certainly going to change i think the tone a little bit Mm -hmm. but at the same time i mean ultimately it's just great art and it's going to stand on its own two feet regardless of who comes well and it might
0: give an opportunity for some of the more independent films that aren't under the studio unions uh to actually maybe showcase their uh projects a little bit more and There will be some celebrities still. I was reading, I think, Sean Penn and Ethan Hawke. Because they're under director, Mm. then they're able to attend in that capacity. But it will definitely be a different vibe this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a really good point. And you're right. There's a lot of kind of up-and-coming directors that are having some feature films here, especially ones that kind of move from TV and now they're they're doing, you know, these longer, bigger budget films. Uh, Yeah, maybe it's a great opportunity for them to stand out and, speak to the project a bit more
2: so yeah, yeah definitely mm-hmm. so um uh in terms of like like when they come or as you as you um alluded to amy about the independence so for example like is it good, is it better for them just because theaters are going to have to get for example filled or is it just because like the time slots in the tiff they're going to have just a little bit more time to to talk about their work is is that what it is
1: yeah, I, I would imagine there's going to be more kind of stage time for them to speak about their projects. Right. Um, and, and maybe simply just the attention economy is going to shift away mm-hmm. from kind of the exciting celebrities to yeah, just yeah. some of the other films. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Uh, but at the end of the day, tip has always been really to, to show great talent yeah. uh, regardless of who's helping marketing it. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's a win-win. Everybody, just the fact that the festival's on now, you know, COVID's done. Everybody's out and about. Right, right. Yeah. That's true. Uh, it's going to be. A I think they
2: were saying like movie theaters were like breaking records just because mm-hmm. like you know people weren't allowed to go. Obviously, go into theaters for for a while now. Well, yeah. um, that's what we during kind
0: of touched on that a little bit when we before we started filming, but we were talking about if if they're on strike and they're not creating content, there's going to be what a void. The, Yeah, there's going to be a gap in. The, you know what's going to be available in theaters and again does that give opportunity for maybe some of the independent stuff that's already done and completed mm-hmm. to maybe get showcased but i think you brought up a, an interesting point that i hadn't thought about about the amount of content available at this point
1: yeah well one of the uh, you know as we see this strike happen and you know certainly a lot of interesting details on what each party's asking for um but there is a notion that really it's 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 going to be a battle of attrition and there's so much content that's already been produced.
2: Sorry. It's going to be a battle of what's
1: I miss that. They're just, they're kind of, the studios are just going to wait it out. And mm. because they have such a production slate, that's already kind of materialized. Mm-hmm. That there's enough shows on their platforms mm-hmm. that they can just say, fine, we don't, we won't make anything for another year. We have enough already produced content mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just, hope that the union It is kind, kind of, of crazy cave, like if yeah. you
0: think about like all these different like prime and netflix mm. and all of these different and disney plus and all this stuff like there's so much out there like it is overwhelming like you could go several years and still be yeah. discovering new shows yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. there's yeah. so much content
1: yeah yeah there was uh, i was reading a stat that in the 90s you may have 20 to 25 new shows come out right. every year and now we're in the Hundreds. That's you know, gross. we're floating around yeah. 250, 300 a year. New shows. Yeah. It's it's a lot of content. So
2: we obviously work in a bank, so I obviously want to try to bring it back to like financials and the bank. But before I get there, um Matt, can you explain to us just briefly or not even that briefly, as detailed or as briefly as you'd like, what's going on in the strike? Like what's happening? Why are they striking? How's it affecting, for example, the industry or the economy or whatnot? Because to be honest, I mm-hmm. do know that actors are striking but I have no idea why. And I have mm-hmm. no idea what their demands are. I have no idea. Is it the actors? Is it the producers? Is it—is it the directors? Is it the companies that are not happy? Like who, who's unhappy? Who wants what? C- can you just give our listeners just a background, some
1: background information there?
2: Yeah, for sure. And you know, it's really interesting. Sorry. And, and the location, I th- is it only in Hollywood or whatnot?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. So Sorry. it's just the, the SAG, which is the, the actors union and the writers guild, which is the American writers uh, union. Um, and the, I, I think the strike is fascinating because it's really, in a way, it's it's almost like a canary in the coal mine for other industries, mm-hmm. because the biggest you know sticking points in it are the use of AI in yeah. in in, in uh, production, and then the the just the change in the business model from going to more you know less traditional network TV to the streaming services, um, kind of a subscription based model. And we see that in our regular lives. Like so many of the things that we would normally buy are now part of subscriptions that mm-hmm. we pay mm-hmm. monthly for. Mm-hmm. So, you know, both of those are gonna affect a lot of different industries and it's really right. hit the entertainment one first. Well the, really And world. I
0: think you're right. Like the AI component. Well, what, yeah, from I was gonna what ask what it, yeah, does so, AI So, ps- so correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I've read is if you're an actor and, and you know, there's obviously the big celebrity names that mm-hmm. we all recognize and they obviously make big money. Mm-hmm. But to make a show, there's a lot of other people that fill in the background or that have these smaller. Yeah, the background type actors roles, and stuff. Right? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. my mm-hmm. understanding is They're looking to use AI so that, you know, say they have an image of me walking down the street. Well, they can use that over and over again in different mediums, in different films and content, Mm. but then I'm not getting paid. So they pay me the one time to actually physically do that walking by, Mm. but once they have that content, they own it, and now they're just reusing it. So as an actor my job just got slashed dramatically oh
2: my <laughs> we're not going down that con- con- controversy <laughs> when everybody's like yeah it's going to get everybody have a job but it but yeah. kind of makes a little bit of but sense but it is kind yeah. of
0: bringing to light. but like is that going to look
2: good like look at the movie 300 i think everybody in 300 i think it was only like the first maybe two three lines everything else was cgi'd right and you can totally tell like it was cgi'd like right, right. maybe with ai it's going to look a little bit better i don't know but Mm-hmm. Maybe like technology, I don't know, 300 came out in what, maybe oh six oh seven. But it's 07. a
0: bit of a slippery slope, right? Because in other businesses where AI might disrupt it, and you're right, it looks like film's kind of being that first wave to go through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's how are you going to recognize that and how are they going to be compensated for their use of their image over and over? Again?
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think a really important thing to keep in mind is ai is not going anywhere no like it's going to be here it's going to improve our lives it already has improved their lives yeah what these strikes are is how do we successfully integrate the benefits of ai without kind of over commodifying you know the the industry itself and, and reducing kind of the impact that a natural human being has on on the creative process right um and then coupled in with that is the new business model with streaming and how there's just simply a lack of residuals for actors where right. if you do star in something, you know, you're not going to get as compensated as much as you would have in the past. And then Like
0: if you were on Friends or Seinfeld that you still see these episodes mm. all the time, they're still getting paid. But if you're yeah. on these newer streaming services, then I guess you're not getting like compensated the same way
1: yeah the residual structure is different and then you know coupled with the ai approach they don't even need you to come back and do any more work they could just you know remodel your face in the background or do reshoots without you being there and and so i mean these are it's a slippery slope argument Mm -hmm. it doesn't hasn't really got there yet but there's already been production you know there's already been agreements with actors to say look we're gonna you're gonna be in this film we have the rights to your likeness Mm -hmm. you know we can use shots however we want and that's mm. that's the scary part because yeah. you're just giving up your the monopoly you have over yourself you're kind of giving it up and a studio can do whatever they want with it right, so. right. but i'm
2: telling yeah. you amy like th- that that kind of concern has been around for a while especially in the modeling uh in the modeling world like models have had that um lack of as you as you uh, pointed out um lack of autonomy right like the model gets paid she, you know he or she goes in they do the shoot and then the shooters um they're the ones that are allowed to do with what you know the the whatever modeling, uh, sorry, whatever company is actually taking the photo shoot, they're allowed to do whatever they want with that. Mm-hmm. Like that is, mm-hmm. that is kind of I, obviously I don't agree with it, but it, it, that concern has been around for a while. Um, it's
0: going to be interesting yeah. to see how right. they sort of suss through this and yeah. the arguments that come up, and ultimately what contracts do get negotiated coming yeah. out
2: of it. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that goes back to the earlier point that AI is going to stay. Mm-hmm. We just have to figure out how do people get compensated right. properly, mm-hmm. and how what what are boundaries are put In place where you don't have to sell your entire likeness for eternity, right? Right to, to an AI, for <laughs> for eternity. Eternity. you know, like <laughs> I, I love limits, how you worded it, it sounded like
0: Dante there, like Voltaire or <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it <was so> cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love but it. But is yeah. it impacting so, you know, given that, that they are on strike, and again, we're thinking they're American, is it impacting the production opportunities in Canada? Like, are you seeing from, you know, new content being created and they're coming Great to, question. to, to yeah. tomorrow. Is yeah. that is that having an, any impact in Canada right now?
1: Yeah, so the short answer is is no. Uh, the long answer is not yet.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So right.
1: So it's very, you know, the Canadian unions are they're in solidarity in the sense where they acknowledge, but they're they're not on strike themselves. Right. So right. Okay. Canadian production is continuing. Um, s- smaller production houses that do have uh arrangements with American actors they can do interim agreements mm. to say look we'll agree to the terms of the the the, the agreement uh um just for this production only and oh, okay. you know hopefully longer term it gets resolved mm-hmm. right so there's still opportunities to make um content but yeah it you know just given the backlog of content already produced uh we probably won't start seeing that hit the streaming services and even you know our business and the financing side probably until the spring if it doesn't get resolved right right of
2: 2024 yeah okay yeah. so
1: it's there's a bit of a lag uh, mm. between yeah. the strike and the actual lack of content uh, but you know it's going to be fascinating I mean the last time a big strike like this happened reality TV show was basically invented. Right. Because they you know they wanted to put out content but they couldn't afford that you know they couldn't have yeah, actors yeah. or writers. Well, it
2: is so interesting I didn't know so, that there was like another strike this magnitude that, that occurred. So so what happened? Uh,
1: yeah I was back like essentially I mean reality tv shows still kind of existed yeah. um, but the last big strike that kind of canceled all the late night talk shows and is in the 2000s um, basically the studios were like we need to produce something. Right. And so you had this huge run of reality TV shows that just sparked a whole genre
0: right? Mm. Um,
1: and because they were cheap to make and they didn't need union members. Right. Mm. Right. So not sure what will happen now. Yeah. yeah. we are hearing rumblings
0: that even reality are now talking about joining the union and if they're able to join because again, they're saying, well, we're kind of being exploited in this scenario because (laughs) we haven't, uh, we don't have the same uh, protections in place. So So to bring it
2: back like to like banking and and, and you're obviously on the banking side, uh, Matt, how does this play in in your role or or even where national bank is or where your department how, how does it all tie into that like with tiff and all these strikes and any changes or or what's going on or what's the drama
1: yeah well it's interesting because i mean i'm you know personally supportive of the the labor action so i want i want them to get exactly what you know, they deserve. And I would like to see a new operating model. Mm-hmm. So on one hand, I'm, you know. Modernize I have... it. It exactly. sounds
0: like it really needs to be modernized given yeah. the new times that we're in.
1: Yeah. So on one hand, I'm kind of comfortable with this, but I do acknowledge it may change our business mm-hmm. uh, on the financing side. And I think really to get around that, um, there's all, you know, other creative industries that we're interested in. Video game development is, is mm-hmm. huge. Mm-hmm. We're looking to kind of leverage government subsidies in, in that industry mm-hmm. and help kind of bridge financing gap there yeah Um, yeah it's
0: important to point out it's not just movies there's tons Mm -hmm. in the like the gaming industry is massive and and new content's always being created there too so
1: yeah and there's still animation Mm -hmm. um, although the voice voice actors are now talking about going on strike as well right right Uh, but there's certainly a lot of other creative industries we can kind of diversify into Mm -hmm. as we let this play out Um, but honestly this really should end by the end of this year, ideally. I mean, right. the studios. Um, I totally understand where they're coming from in terms of wanting to manage their cost base, but mm-hmm. there just needs to be a modernization happening. And the, right. the longer it goes on, it just hurts everybody. So right. I, I think right. they're going to realize that eventually. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Um, well, well, more yeah.
0: to come. We'll have you back when we finally get some some updates. But fun fun question. What are you looking forward to seeing at TIFF? Like you're such a movie buff. Like what what are, what are things you're looking forward to?
1: Yeah, you know, so I, I'm a TIFF member, so I get the pre-sale tickets. Cool. And despite that, I could barely get tickets for... Everything just sold out instantly. Before. Oh, that's
0: good to hear, though. I that's mean, That's no, great fantastic. to hear, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ter-
1: Terrible for me. Yeah, terrible I for you. you know, <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was great to see everything uh, sold out quickly. Um, my wife and I are going to see a, a, a comedy uh, called uh, Quiz Lady on the Saturday, so we're luckily going to see that. Nice. Um, but there's a ton of... Fantastic movies, especially ones where direct or a well-known actors are now directing. Like right, Chris Pine's movie is coming out. It sounds mm-hmm. hilarious. It's like yeah. Ocean's Eleven type of oh, Chinatown neat. slash a pool boy stumbles into some scheme. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then yeah, Ethan Hawke, who's an old favorite of mine, is is directing with his daughter starring, and Michael Keaton has his new movie that he's directed. Batman made a movie, so. That's you know, pretty cool. sounds like a pretty awesome lineup. Yeah, it yeah. Does. That. there's some really interesting shows. Um, but I, to be fair, I'm you know honestly really curious about the conversations I have through all of these industry events that the bank's going to be a part of for right. next week to yeah. hear right. what, what other people have seen yeah. and what other people really enjoyed. So yeah, it's, it's just yeah,
0: be it'll fun. be a lot of fun. Yeah, it'll
2: be it'll be great.
0: And you're you're the celebrity of the panel uh, yeah, I'm, today. I'm not the celebrity. Yeah, <laughs> Jalal, uh, <laughs> I was joking, half joking, if your agent was calling, but uh, yeah. you do have this acting background that uh, we like, I, I did not know. We discovered, guys. You were almost the Transformer yeah, guy. I was, That's yeah, pretty. You were cool. Shia LaBeouf yeah.
2: almost. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. Is that the
0: role he played?
2: Yeah, he yeah, Sam yeah. You yeah, it was You yeah. were like in
1: there
0: for like a
2: Shia LaBeouf role. I can yeah, see, pretty I can see it, honestly. Yeah, I can see it. That's pretty cool. I, I still remember when they were telling me what they wanted. Like they wanted somebody who was like nerdy. Um and like who can speak extremely fast. Who can speak extremely fast because that's what that, that's what they wanted in the character, who can switch between emotions very quickly. In the movie, he uh Shia does an amazing job switching between like like uh like happy, excited, but then all of a sudden scared uh, yeah, in, in yeah. the movie, right? Just because of obviously everything that's happening. So I, I still remember like everything. And I, I remember going in and auditioning that's for it. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah cool. Cool. We'll Get really your cool.
0: autograph after yeah. this <laughs> 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 We'll have you walk the red carpet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, yeah. thanks yeah. Matt. again, Matt. That was a great overview. And we're looking forward to all the exciting events at TIFF. And, uh, thanks a lot, Matt. That again. was a pleasure.
1: As yeah, large. I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks, guys. Till next.